Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Yeah, I know. Because I can't get right. This is cutthroat. This burns as words pop from a snub nose. This Kurt meant skirt and I give a fuck mode. Because I can't get right. Because I can't get right. Yeah. Listen and right. Hey, this can't get right. And uh, my buddy V from Romanian TV is back with me. And uh, so as as so often is the case, we started talking and then right into the conversation when I hit record. Uh, basically, I do every single part of this show wrong. And uh, that's why the title is called what it's called. But uh, say the thing that you just said, V, about you Americans, because that's why I want to go just start off from because I thought that was a good question. Hold on, let me start my recording as well. You cheeky little devil. Um, my question was, do you guys take, uh, like you read in the media and the Huffington Post on CNN, on all of these places, and it's like, oh, this guy got death threats and it's treated like it's, uh, it's almost like someone attempted to murder him on the street. And I'm thinking like, is that really true? Like, do people actually think like this? If some random person it depends it depends Mm -hmm. so it really does depend because you can so uh, from being a not like you know very mildly maybe known from basic cable here and there person which i wouldn't think i would attract like this kind of shit but i used Mm -hmm. to have a guy that was like a dedicated like online kind of stalker dude that it turned out later he was bipolar some guy in canada who ended up like being like really if so anyway he would try to duplicate any of this back when i would be online too much you know he would duplicate my shit because i never like get the check marks and all that at the time and uh he would try to go to people that he thought i knew and say crazy shit to them so it looked like i did it like actively trying to fuck and so eventually my girlfriend at the time i think she had a podcast but somehow she got this guy to talk to her and so it turned out he was mad because when I did this Louis C.K. show, Horace and Pete, like I'm, I'm playing a guy named Kurt, you know, but not it's like so it's easy acting, but it's not like actually me. And I had in the first few episodes, like these long kind of monologues that I had to kind of say that I didn't really even agree with. But like, you know, and it does feel weird. I'm like, I, people are going to think I think exactly this. And, you know, not that I thought somebody would stalk me over anything, but. It's just like you have instinct to not not say some shit, but that's called acting. You got to say the thing and help. So so I so this guy saw me and didn't like my attitude from the show. And that attracted him to like do this weird like I'm going to find a way to fuck you now. Not violent, but I'm going to try to fuck with your life somehow because I just didn't like your attitude. And uh, it came out. He was bipolar. And uh, that's why we talked to her. And then he was like, and she's like, so do you, you understand he's playing a character? Right. And like he didn't. Like he kind of did, but he's like, you know, but then he was like really nice guy on life. So that kind of shit is a minor thing, right? Relatively, mm-hmm. but still like a weird fucking thing. And enough famous people 
I understand a certain level of known, even not that I know because enough people do get killed from shit. However, my my thing about it has always been, you know, the people that are going to do that, like try to they I don't think they they they, they, usually they'll send like really nice shit like, hey, we should hang out or something more than uh, I'm going to kill you. Usually I'm going to kill you literally means I am never going to kill you. Yeah, from, that, that's what I comments. thought. Because I, I get it all nothing. the time. I mean, I, I'm a YouTuber. I get it in the comment section on almost every single video, like out of uh, 10,000 people, one of them is going to be the crazy. Now, what right. you're describing, I completely understand. I mean, there's a recent case in Romania there was a naked woman which got on a set at a television network with a brick and tried to throw the brick at the presenter. I'm Why? going to show you. Yeah, I'm going to show you the YouTube <laughs> video afterwards because um, I, I don't even know if you can show it on YouTube because like she's naked. Right. So it, <laughs> it's, it's a problem. But not like uh, the person that had this happen to like she was uh, traumatized. She took uh, two weeks leave. So I, I get like that type of uh, online stalking right. and, and yeah, that you're well, talking. Wait, it, what you're talking about is see the it's like there is real shit. And then also when somebody is like crying foul, like it's painfully transparent, you know, so it's like every other thing that is a thing that could happen. There's always like a bunch of people that are like, oh, how can I use this to my advantage and really drum up extra? And then yeah. sometimes there's stuff, you know, like um, the Chris Rock slab because mm -hmm. uh, Judd Apatow tweeted you know like he could have killed him right now my first instinct was like all right calm down like i'm totally think that was crazy and chris Ross, rock side but i was like he could have killed him from a slap um but you don't die from the slap like who knows like somebody hits you and your head goes the wrong way <laughs> something yeah, could like, happen and it's like you you especially if you don't think it's so yeah hold on you're, you know, you're a comedian right yeah. like um if would you want will smith to slap you I mean, what would that do to your career? Uh, well, no, I don't know that I would want it. That's some shit you don't. So, uh, watching that situation happen, because mm -hmm. some people thought it was like fake. And um, I don't know Chris Rock super well, but I know him a little bit. And and well, he's a veteran comic. And I, I, I think exactly, it's not fake. Yeah, what I think is, or what I saw watching the video is, he says this joke that's like a tepid, borderline complimentary joke. Yeah, it's mild. And um, Will Smith gets up. So Chris goes. So Chris is looking like, oh, he's coming up here, probably thinking it's like some kind of like Oscar moment fucking like he's going to fake punch him or something. Right. Mm -hmm. So he's standing there. That's why he kind of moved with it. He's like, oh, he's going to fake slap me. I'm not like I'm I, I thought it's like he's going to whisper something to my ear. Like, let's see what he has to say. That was the body language. He, he doesn't know what's going to happen, but he knows he's not an improv guy. OK, but he's a veteran performer. So I know exactly what he's, he's like, all right. So this is a variable that just got thrown in the mix. So I got to get ready to improv with whatever goofy shit Will Smith's going to do. But maybe it'll be OK because he's, you know, and so that's where his mind's at. So then he goes, slap and, goes and I'll bet you up until the last moment. He was like, oh, he's going to like fake slap me. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, that's what I would have thought. I'm like, oh, we're gonna, I, Roddy Piper hit me with a chair once after a show. I told about it last episode. And it, it was like, well, it wasn't it, it like didn't hurt. He did like a, it was cool. Like he did like a wrestling thing. I didn't know he was going to do that, but I was like. I thought it was a joke the whole time. Never assumed he was trying to assault me and he wasn't ultimately. But if he was trying to really hurt me with a chair, I would have been like, oh, cool. He's doing like the chair thing. <laughs> like, I wouldn't. Have... <laughs> so, so yeah, he, like it boosts yeah. your career, doesn't it? Like, all you of don't a sudden, know that in the, dude, nobody's going in hoping 
I mean, I don't think you're saying this, by the way, but nobody... I would, by the way, no, I would uh, honestly, like, I'm not saying what happened to Chris Rock is okay. But what I'm saying is if I was a comedian, I would pay money for Will Smith to slap me. Cause like that would just make me explode in popularity. Like all of a sudden everyone talks about you, you know, I wouldn't yeah. even know how to dude. honestly. And a lot, I guess it depends on, on who you are. Like I can, I can yeah. think it's people who would absolutely. Well, think... I least European. So like, <laughs> so no, the... yeah. You know, uh, they all they all think like uh, a lot of these people think like Russian war brides and they and it's real. Uh, <laughs> but I, I don't like that's my big, uh, you know, it's why I suck at business and shit is I've never had that instinct. I, I, it's probably for being a, in, in a, you know, yeah, like a nice church boy. But also, you don't even have to be like that, like a, a bunch of comics, especially kind of like I'm kind of like a nerd of it in that, like. I'm not I'm really thinking about the comedy part a lot. Now I'm old. Like, so you want you want it clean is what you're saying. Like you want a clean career. You don't you don't want you know because yeah, I'm famous. You know, because of an event. there's a bunch of comics like that where it's like even like you're talking about. I'm even saying it's so bad to think how you just said, but it's such larger picture thinking than your little thing that you're all about that mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't. And I know a lot of comics wouldn't even be able to get, you know, that's why you have business people to help plan shit like that, because <laughs> a lot of comics aren't good with it. So after that happened then he's like oh shit he just slapped me and it's yeah, funny the way he, he hit, handled yeah. it was so professional honestly like yeah, I, he, I wouldn't have handled that professional and he did a good like that move of like him he he just stated on what's what's happening mm-hmm. that's like a move when you don't know what to do you're like you're like he goes well smith just slapped the shit out of me like yeah you you got to rely on like i just got to acknowledge the situation and then make something out of it he goes and then he's trying, but then you're at the Oscars, which is a terrible place to do any jokes. So you're already going in. Chris Rock's already chained at the ankle. Like he probably has 30 fucking wild things that if Will Smith wanted to slap over, he would, he would, you know what I mean? Like that he just held mm-hmm. back from, cause he's like holding the weight of this stupid thing he agreed to do on him. And uh, I can see all that. Like, I mean, anybody that does comedy a while would could see every, that's why all the comics were like, that's fucked up. I've been in this business assuming that like knowing for some time I could be assaulted because I have been <laughs> like, oh, my God, does, so. does it actually happen often? Because like I think there was another comedian. What's her name? Uh, Griffin, Katie Griffin. Yeah, and, yeah, Katie you know, Griffin. like uh, man slaps another man, Katie Griffin, most affected. And she was like, she's so afraid to go on stage now because, you know, comedians get slapped. Well, you know, because uh, there is now that's the thing that I didn't personally have a thing of like, great. Now it's open season because. I've been attacked before. So I'm like, yeah, you know, they come on the stage. Like, so, but a lot of people are playing like Kathy Griffin has her own audience. It's not like random drunk strangers. Yeah. But let's say some people just went and they're drunks. The whole business is the same as the bartender, the, the bouncer and the bartender and the servers. Is. Yeah, I, I guess like it's a different when you're doing it in a nightclub and when you're doing it at the Oscars. Like don't expect. Yes, that's what, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was getting to is this is the fucking Oscars. So it's like, I'm like, you know, because Chris was a professional. He's like, I'm really like shackled here. And he's got to mm-hmm. think all that in a very short time span. Like, that's actually amazing how he handled it. And it, I'm glad that it worked out that way for him. Like, I, I, I guarantee he's not the type of comic that would have thought of that. The people that think of that shit are usually not great comics. Like, or they could be like decent, but, but they're, I don't want to say decent. Like, like they're good enough maybe I'm not my cup of tea, but they have a big following. So I give it to them. It's usually people think of it, but even like those kind of people, it's a special breed that would think ahead of time to do that. 
Yeah. Um, I guess it is Eastern European. That's funny. That's funny. <laughs> well, it's, it's like uh, what Obama said, uh, one of his advisors, actually, never let a good crisis go to waste. I mean, it happened, right? Yeah. So now you can't take it back. It's like, how do you go forward from there? Like, how, how can you use um, it to your advantage? Yeah, well, then he's got to process it for a few days because that's a crazy. I mean, Kyle took bombing at Tony, Tony Robbins birthday pretty hard. And even, I mean, I think he's over it now. And, and that's like a great story that he's lucky that he has such a great bombing story because fuck Tony Robbins. But he had to have like a few days of just like process. I, like I told when you when you have something happen where you're like, especially if I have a bad bomb, it, you know, they get further apart because you're better at it. And then you kind of forget how bad it could be for you. Like you totally forget. Mm -hmm. And then it oh, comes yeah, yeah. Do you think back. Chris Rock did it? Do, do you think he like he, he started off in um, pubs where drunken people gathered and they might have got upset at his jokes? I mean, he definitely paid his comedy dues. I don't know. Every comedian does that. So I assume so. But, you know, I don't know his exact like starting starting. But you like if you paid dues, that probably has happened to you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we like when me and Big J started. And uh, Kevin Hart, we the, like it was all like these black clubs. And so there's this thing they call like some of these promoters that sucked. They called it white boying you. And uh, they never thought I was shit when I was new. So that I didn't get cheated. But Jay was like the crowds liked him and shit. So he would get like he would go do shows and they'd short him on purpose and like fuck with him. And like he'd have to go get in. Like it was crazy. I could, it blew my mind that that was a thing when I was like 20, you know, like I had no idea that. So one time Jay got jumped. We used to this place called sweet cheeks in Atlantic city. Okay. And Kev hosted it. And it was one of the worst places. <laughs> All the worst places to comedy have these like nice names, like sweet cheeks. There's one called boots <laughs> and bonnets throw. It's always like a cutesy name. And you're like, all right. So sweet cheeks was a strip club in Atlantic city that had been converted. And the thing was, they always paid you money. There was never like a question. So, But it was a rough, I mean, Atlantic City is a rough ass place out in the outskirts. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, the one bouncer there, like the guy checking people in for the shows. I, I still remember this the first time we went. There's a long line. A random black lady in the crowd sees me and Jay. Okay. And she starts apologize. She goes, I am sorry for this. And we're like, what? <laughs> like, it was terrifying. <laughs> and then the guy in the front, the, the, the like bouncer checking guy was a bounty hunter. So he had a bounty book open of people to pick up and I guess they go to shows. And so he'd be sending people in and then he's like, you're at the airport or they look like he checked in and then they grab a guy and put and dude, like that's bad shit. Okay. And that was while you are doing your bit. That's like, while we're going into the place. <laughs> so I wasn't even on, like nobody booked me for this and thought I could do it. And I was like, By the way, extremely relieved. Jay was doing it because it's like it paid spies. You know, like I was like, you know, Jay really was like, hey, yeah, Kurt's really. But, but and I really wasn't shit. Like they, they weren't wrong. I think that. Hey, I got to take another break to talk about our old friends at rockauto.com, long running sponsor of uh, the Can't Get Right podcast and uh, friend of the show, et cetera, et cetera. They're an online store with every auto part. The best price is it's that simple. It's your one stop shop for everything auto parts. They've been in business for 20 years and they make it easy to find the parts you need at the best possible prices. Why not stop having to do everything analog like a chump when you could be spending more time working on your car or looking at car parts from the comfort of your own home at rockauto.com. 
head over to rockauto.com right now and find whatever you need, whether you're a mechanic or an auto shop or you're just a person working on your own car. If you're a car guy, you want to go to rockauto.com or a car girl. We don't discriminate. Once more, go to rockauto.com. No promo code needed as the pricing is already that good. And when you order, uh, actually, thank you for doing this because people, I guess, have done this. Uh, tell them you heard about rockauto.com on Can't Get Right Podcast with Kurt Metzger. And uh, thanks for uh, supporting the sponsors and the show. Rockauto.com. Let's get back to the show now. So I go in and, uh, and uh, Keith Robinson's there. <laughs> and Keith's this New York comic that like, helped a lot of comics from like he, he was like helped a lot of like new comics but he's there with kevin uh kev's hosting kev was amazing dealing with these people because they're like they're vicious and they were vicious to him and they loved him like they loved him and they were fucking vicious to him <laughs> and he's just like good at comebacks like in a moment like so i don't know what some guy said something to him about you know people just fuck with you it's not even they're saying something so bad but they're just trying to like see if they could break you and somebody said something about how much do you bench? Cause he's like little and he, he goes, I can't say the N word, but he goes, how much of your voice bench? Cause the guy had a deep, like he immediately had a thing to come back with these people. So him and Keith like bullied me into going on. Cause they just wanted to see me get eat torn apart by the fucking crowd. They were like, what are you, are you a comedian or a tap dancer? Like, I was like, no, nah, I don't need to go on guys. I did go on. And then funny enough, I actually did pretty good. I like did pretty good. All things. What are you, what are you roasting people in the audience? No, I just went <laughs> on and did my, I kind of did acknowledged like how weird it was. Like, like, you know, I think I, I might've been the first white guy of the night with like, you know, black crowds aren't like, Oh, you're a white guy. It's really not like that everywhere. It's certain places. And in this place, they like, they don't even want you in this fucking neighborhood, let alone on stage. So, but there is sometimes a thing in a place like that where they could tell you're new and they're like, kind of, so I did okay. But mm -hmm. then, so then I thought I could do it. And then the second, third time, it was crazy, dude. I was getting heckled by like, I think other comedians <laughs> waiting to go on like. But they do that. Like, isn't that the, a, a breach of professional ethics? Like you're, you're seeing an upstarting comedian. It's a fucking and you just black circuit, dude. The, the whole appeal of it is that it's not going to be, the good and bad of it is, professional ethics will be breached. Do you understand? So I see. Lot, professional ethics could mean such as if they used to call it the mainstream. So it's like <laughs> YouTubers, basically. Yeah, they were paying people with food spots and shit at clubs. But you do these black shows, you're getting $7,500 for the spot on a weeknight, which at that point is like crazy. Like, so that's the people could just hit like six or seven shows and get like money, like, you know, and, and live off it. So But the downshot is you you so you could deal a shady club. That's the white side of it where they're going to underpay you out of the gate, but you'll get your shitty, like not pay. Or you go, these black clubs are like, it's good money, but they may or may not try to give it to you. But if you're, mm -hmm. if you got the balls to make sure they give it to you, they'll give it to you. So don't you do like bench presses and work out? So that dude, Jay got, what the fuck was the guy's name? He used to call him, he used to call himself BETs something. Javon. Anyway, I probably shouldn't even say his name, but fuck him. And, and he was buffed? No, he, he ran, uh, was it Boots and Bonnets? Yeah, it was Boots and Bonnets, which was in um, this shitty place in Pennsylvania. I can't remember the name, but if you ever saw At Close Range with Sean Penn and Christopher Walken and uh, Sean Penn's brother, it's about their, these tractor thieves and his dad kills one of the brothers. And like, that's a true story. It's based on this 
fucking shitty town, which used to be a crime ridden white area of like crazy shit and then became that a black version of that later. And uh, so that that's another rough as anyway. But the crowd was actually pretty cool overall, I would say, stacking up if you go to like real like fucking hood ass rooms, you know, and uh, Jay would do it every and this guy would would short Jay every fucking week. He would short him on his money. He would go. Hey Jay, you see how it is? Like you, like a parking lot, and many people. He like a lot of people, but we were both new. We're like dumb, and Jay like. So this dude made the mistake of bragging to Kev that he was, like Kev was like, "Hey man, how's your show going?" He goes, "Oh, it's good." I mean, you know, sometimes like, but I just, I just white boy Jay every week. <laughs> He's bragging about. It. So Kev's hilarious. He thought that was hysterical. Okay, so he immediately <laughs> called Jay to tell him and laugh at him. So Jay, dude, I went with Jay to this place. Jay was steamed. I mean, like. He was fucking furious, dude. And uh, I like I wouldn't have the balls to go drive down and do what I what he did. Like we, I go down there with him. <laughs> we go to the club. Javon has shorted him on his money probably like eight times at this point. I swear to God. So like Jay's like angry of thinking how dumb he is to have, you know. And so anyway, he goes to John. John like, hey, Jay. And Jay goes, give me my fucking money. All of it right fucking now. I'm not even fucking going on. And you're going to pay me for tonight. Like like that. Javon immediately calls the security guards. He's too big. They used to call him the fruit of Islam. They're like uh, nation of Islam bodyguards. Mm-hmm. They're always like gigantic. And uh, <laughs> so, I'll, dude, I've never in my life seen anything like this where like as an adult where I got to, I'm terrified. I would have been like, well, you got to go, Jay. They go, come up. Um, so Jay starts yelling something like, he goes, no, yeah, it's good. Like, we, like maybe we can kick my ass, but one of them is going to come to the hospital with me. I promise you that. He kept saying that. And um, he's making a, a lot of noise. Okay. And the bigger, like the bigger of the two guys was like, all right. W- w-, he was like, what, all right, what is this? <laughs> and uh, Javon's like, uh, let me better beep his dumb name, Mike, just in case. He, he goes, yeah, he's mad because I ain't paying all his money. And the, the, the dude goes, they just looked at him and they do pay him this fucking money and walked <laughs> away from him. And um, so Javon had to go count it out. Go, I'm saying, Jay, that's bullshit. Jay just grabbed it. He, he took his big meaty hand and wrapped around the dude's whole hands and took it out of his. And um, but I, I couldn't believe you could even get in a thing like that and come out. I'd like, I, that was that, that's mark. so interesting, right? Because I'm listening to Katie Griffin and she's like, oh, well, like all comedians are afraid that they're going to get beaten up, you know? And in my mind, I didn't make the connection between the Oscars and how you guys started. So, so no, now no. that you're giving some context, I understand that, yeah, like probably a lot of comedians have PTSD from their early days when, you know, you go to these shady clubs and you, you see well, all these I, stuff. I, not, you know, now Kathy Griffin, I'm sure she has PTSD from some shitty guys. No question. Do they do There's it not to that women, many though? Because yeah. like, if, if you're a woman comedian, I assume yeah. like men are, are a little bit more respectful. Like even in shady clubs and stuff. I guess it depends where you go. Like I said, mm. you're at a place where people are, are drinking and doing other shit. So there's a lot of variables, you know? So uh, like being a woman on the road, I, like what are you going to get laid on the road? Like it's, it's not, they don't enjoy it. That's, you know, there's, there's a reason why you see a lot of female comics want to be like in acting and whatever, you know, like it is weird to be on the road by yourself. There's, there's, it's not, not dangerous at all. So that My is bad. Like it was Amy Schumer. It was Amy Schumer, not Katie Griffin, who said that. My bad. Um, Imagine if you're a Ukrainian and yeah. you know you're you're fighting for your country, and you see your president 
on the Oscars with the comedians and you know, like with all the actors and shit. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, like, they're imagine- fucking the actors. These, by the way, if you watch that Putin birthday party, it's a whole bunch of Hollywood actors singing along to Blueberry Hill. Yeah, like, I, I know it. Yeah, they're all full of shit. You know, I don't know, like her or anybody else. I don't know. Only they know what part of it that it's they. It's so transparent. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, you know, these are actors and actors can pretend and they can make themselves believe the thing. That's why they're good actors. So, you know, a lot of times a bunch of them, I'm sure, don't even know that they're doing that because they've already committed to I'm going to play the role that whatever role that I got to play, I'm going to play it. And like, yeah, like, you know, like the best example is uh, DiCaprio. You know, he's the uh, ambassador for um, fighting climate change. And then literally the next day he's on his multimillion dollar yacht. And he's enjoying a, a luxury vacation after telling people to stop polluting and to be less wasteful. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not not him. Like, with his yachts, the problem. <laughs> yeah, and, or, or or they all go with uh, their yeah, private dude, jets. You know, all, like why can't you like, take commercial? That's, that's all that shit is. That that's so built in. And you know what's funny? Like even like Leonardo being like that. It's not. It's like every level of society that's built in where it's like, yeah, of course. Like, I just have a special thing i hook up my family and my friends and i like that's at every level and that's why like people really aren't like better than that unless they like really work at it and usually they don't until after they like once you get like that 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 stupid club you know jim carrey said that right in the interviews like where it's not the cool club anymore mm-hmm. and like it kind of hasn't been a cool club for like a while now but there's still people wait there's still suckers waiting to get in and then once you're in, your whole thing is staying in. So how do you do that? Because you're you're aging rapidly. The whole thing's so superficial. Like, you know, you got to keep finding ways to be relevant. So like whatever the latest thing is, because you that way you're going to be probably invited to something where somebody's got a foundation for this thing and then you make content. You know, that's like, uh, uh, I think I think once that becomes routine, you don't even think about it. Like slaughtering a fucking pig for at a slaughterhouse, you know, like, yeah. Like, Do you um, know Gina Carano? No, Bill Burr knows her though. He he's so, so the, I'll I'll tell you, um, like she's this um I, I think she's an MMA fighter, and yeah, she's she the one from to, Star Wars that got fired. Yeah, she she gets into Disney and she does a really good job like at Star Wars, but she's a little bit opinionated on Twitter, like a strong independent woman, the type that Disney wants, but she was a little bit too opinionated. So right. they had no problem fighting her, even though they're like, oh, we want more women in positions of power and we want women. to." Well, speak they, up. they wanted her like, you know, if you follow the Game of Thrones behind all that shit that I find more interesting than the actual <laughs> IP. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's like a supposedly a whole power struggle that was going on. And like that show is popular. You know, they fucked up everything except this one show that was kind of OK. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that lady. And here's why it's, you know, it's all these like things I would watch. Like you never know how much of it's exactly true, you know, cause I, I know from being on the inside of seeing stories that got out, how much like you, people will get pieces of things and they're like way off, you know, that's just how that shit goes. But, uh, uh, um, wait, 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 who, who are we talking about? I totally forgot. Gina Carano. And yeah, so, okay. So Gina Carano, um, it's not just, it's like a, it, a bunch of things come together. Like I had that happen to me where it's like I pissed off a bunch of people here and there mm-hmm. and it came together in ways I didn't expect because you don't you think you just like you don't realize like people are. Yeah, like the worst is when you piss off to communities that normally hate each other, but then like they find common interest in fucking with you because you piss them both off. 
Yeah, I've done that. I, back yeah. when you went back when like the I, I would say there was a thing called the alt right. Like now I don't it's not a just not a thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you can say it is, but I don't think it is. But when it was a thing, I remember because I would be getting uh, a bunch of people coming. I, I would get it from both fucking ends. Like, I'm. <laughs> yeah, 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 you get you get it from the progressives and you get it from the. the yeah. Right so head. and then, you know, it's like people like. I really don't like the people that are like, uh, yeah, I'm an ethno nationalist shit. Like, I remember them people saying because they keep calling me Jew, like a Jew all the time, <laughs> which I'm not Jewish. And I'd be like, what did I even you know, it was back when there was like a symbol that was being popularized for like this person. It's like it was like parentheses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember the and, um, echoes, they called it. Yeah. And then people would do like stupid trolls. You know, the one that I always stuck in my head was when that when Patton Oswalt's wife died and like somebody made like this Ghostbusters shit poster with his wife as a ghost in a fake. Jesus. Pro- yeah. W- with my name on it to send to him. And um, that's called black propaganda. And, and then trying to fucking argue that like Patrice, like oh you think cool is sent- i'm like dude if you think that joke's so fucking amazing you go say it to him what you need my name for it it's yeah that's called incredible- black propaganda is when you make propaganda so that it looks someone else sent it well that's just racist no i'm joking so <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know the russians coined it so we call it african-american propaganda. so <laughs> <laughs> so that but so that would be the kind of shit i would notice from like and when i say by the way alt-right and all, all these labels what I chalk it up to is like a bunch of ultimately probably young dipshits online that are overly online and borderline autistic. And that's what a bunch of these people turn out to be a bunch of like extreme lefty and whatever. Right. I mean, they kind of ran them mostly all off Twitter, but I didn't tell. Yeah. I could tell they were fucking something wrong with them. Like they're like kind of autistic and like, and um, so, you know, whatever, I'm, I'm not trying to make these like groups or a whole thing, but, that that the if you were more the right it would be more like trying to do like really just mean shitty shit where i guess they want to try to like hurt you emotionally mm-hmm. and then if it would be people who were left they want to destroy your fucking actual life and they want you to go like i having had both of them come at me the guy doing the shitty were they at the same time like did they come at the same time dude the left the lefties were so bad that uh, people like I remember in the middle of it, I get a call on my phone randomly and, um, and this guy's like, oh, hey, man, listen, I'm from Reddit. Like you, they, you something like it, accidentally my number was up and you should take it down. And it, like it was somebody that was probably like trolling me that was worried about me because my number was up. And he, and he goes, Don't give up on us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they, the left people are so and here's what the difference is. If you had if you're a wackadoo nominal lefty here, you can you get the media is more on board with it than if you're right wing, there's only certain places that are on board with like signal boosting the let's get mm-hmm. this person. And also they don't tend to go for your fucking livelihood like that. They really don't. They try to like hurt your feelings. Now I don't give a sometimes, shit. Like, sometimes I've seen them collaborating with leftists. So like, for example, they would, what? Uh, yeah, they would clip stuff from you and then they would send it to um, bipartisanship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, like they, they would clip stuff and then send it to a journal like, the guardian or something like that i mean yeah like uh, there wasn't i don't even like saying the stupid phrase because i'll have somebody we always complain about i mean i don't even use the word but before that was even had a name that everybody likes to say um like (laughs) 
it, it was called call out culture. And it was like that. And that was the beginning. And certain innovators moved themselves up the ladder doing that, especially mm-hmm. in media. Like they went from like bloggers to like actual newspapers and shit. And that's why mm-hmm. the shit's so crazy. You're like, what is this crate? All the craziness that as I was doing comedy and doing stuff, these people were moving up in the, and, and they were moving along with where the tech was sending it, you know, which is like shitty, like lynch mob fucking bullshit stories that a mentally deranged person cares about to this degree. That's they pushed it into that. That's all the clicks. So it just feeds that. But anyway, I, it was so much worse from like people who are lefties, online so much worse i would say so, so, so i got a question uh because like uh, a lot of people also are asking me about um you, you're more of a peaceful loving type of individual like what what do you make of the conflict in europe because uh, everyone I'll make shit every time i just got yeah. i just did such an adam show and um got any yelling match with sitch mm-hmm. um i don't even know how i got to that actually but <laughs> but um But I, I like those guys, by the way. I, I do that show whenever. I don't um, follow them. Like, everyone tells me that I should go on their podcast. And I said, look, if they invite me, I'll go. But, like, I, I don't know how I could even contact them. Like, I, so. Oh, I'll tell them if you want. They knew who you were when I brought you up. So, um, but. I mean, I, I know of them tangentially. But, like, I, I haven't followed their. Well, they uh, always, podcast. like, you know, they watch, like, Jimmy Dore clips. So then they're, like, you oh. know, they always. Yeah, no, because like, they usually TV. stream, like, when it's 3 a.m. here. So I literally can't. Well, we got online. an art. Oh, yeah, but I'll tell them. I mean, I'm sure they would like to have you on. Um, yeah. um, they had a whole problem because they're like Jim, some episode with Jimmy and uh, Max Blumenthal. And like they're just saying Russian propaganda. It was like basically it was pretty scattered and not a very coherent argument. But it, it was uh, it was basically to me when I think about what it came down to is um, I'm not like I don't believe in that the two choices are isolationist or the burden of empire shit. Mm-hmm. And their argument was basically that, like somebody's going to be the top dog and shouldn't it be America? Because we're like the least bad. like, you know, and, I, and I'm like, I don't know that I trust that we're the least bad anymore just because um, the, the hypocrisy. I mean, who, who would you view better than America? Like, let's say America. I'd rather have where there's not maybe one monopoly in charge. I kind of feel like maybe everybody should just be like <laughs> so like before before world war one where you had like the eight great powers i mean we have another kind of world war one situation it's not quite as stupid as one guy getting shot i mean I well no but like that's the pretext like there were uh like they wanted to go to war before that so they were just waiting for an event to happen i, I just am like what why is it it's not really a matter of thinking it who's bad or whatever i just like if you if you They're all, Putin's bad and this whole thing is his fault. Like, great. I mean, I don't know that it's got to be all his fault. Maybe it's like, you know, it's like a, he's 70 and 30 or maybe, hey, maybe it's 80-20. It's weird to do either or like, I don't trust this fucking bad guy of the week shit. For me here in America, I'm sure he's a bad guy to all kinds of fucking people. Uh, like, I don't know who to trust as far as any of the news about it. Like they were saying, well, they were just well, there, there's like uh, the fog of war right now. So any news right. coming up. So, yeah, right. it's <laughs> so the fog of war. Here's what I know is uh, I don't buy anytime any America says this is for freedom. I don't believe it. I feel no, like I know, you know, that's the chump story for chumps. And I, I'm like, it's not that I'm so smart. I just have 
been alive the last fucking 20 years and noticed it has it, not it's been geopolitical. About- it's not it's not really about it's like, oh, we're going to give freedom or demand. No, like, like here's um, my view of it. Right. Um, if you know a little bit of the history in Ukraine, this started during um, actually after World War Two, and it was mostly during the Cold War when Stalin took a lot of Ukrainians and sent them to the Gulag and replaced them with loyal Russians. So it, it was like, hey, would you like a house and some land? And they were like, yes, but OK, you have to go in Ukraine. So now you have like the Donbass area and the Crimea with filled with like loyalist Russians. And this is why you constantly got uh, pro-Russian presidents in Ukraine. But once Putin took Donba- uh, made Donbass uh, be unstable and took Crimea, then you don't have the votes required to get another pro-Russian president. So now you have a pro-Western president because he, he literally removed all those votes from within the, the Ukrainian democracy. Dude, I fucking, um, I actually like spaced out while you were telling me that. And, um, <laughs> but <laughs> not because it's like bad or something, but like, that's the thing. All those things about the history of you, like, I, it's, I, I don't, I told them I didn't want well, to the, get the thing an that argument I, that about I, uh, it. Yeah. It's, that, that here, here's think... ultimately, is it like, are we the, are we a good job to be the world police and tell anybody how to fucking do anything? And I, I, I have a hard time saying that we are because I haven't seen it now. I mean, Hey, like if you're all, like we go do whatever war, like, I don't want there to be a world war three mm-hmm. at all. I don't, uh, I don't know if you watch your boys. I, I don't think anyone wants because like no one wins World War Three. It's, it's just well, like I have people war. look I, and again, maybe this is bullshit. I have people texting this shit at me <laughs> like it's kind of worth it. And uh, like, I don't even know Zelensky said this. People text it like Zelensky said we might have to have World War Three over this. And the, and I'm like, yeah, I, I, I'm like, dude, I guess I kind of get it. I mean, yeah, no, that we should risk nuclear holocaust over fucking us losing I mean, little if, slivers if you're Zelensky, like, like if you're in his position, I, I kind of understand where he might be coming from. But like if you're outside of Ukraine, you know, um, but but like what I noticed that's interesting is that the word is literally across my border and I right. see Romanians less. I, I don't know if I should say panic, but like less involved in this than I see Americans on Twitter. Yeah, that's a really pretty great point that is like really disturbing to me like it's just that's what they're arguing about propaganda i'm like i, I look let's say i'm i don't know anything about it fair enough um i i don't understand the level of emotion um and how quick you got it and i am impressed now i will say i commend because i never thought i'd see this in my lifetime how fast a bunch of people figured out it's ukraine and not the ukraine because i mean like three years ago dude, they still haven't said, figured out that it's kiev and not kiev yeah, like I thought it was Kiev, and then all going. It is Kiev, Kiev yeah. <laughs> Kiev, it's like st- <laughs> so. I, like that's where I'm like with the fullest shit. I'm like, you know, like the Zelensky's a thing on your mind now, and and so it's it just gets grotesque, and and the empire ends up being like a lot. It just all this shit seems to me like the same as how they fucked up like Star Wars. Take your pick, any IP. And there's like a thing fucking up America that way. Like it's a bought IP that they're making. You're like the, the fans are asking for something else. They're not going to deliver it. They're going to do everything but that. Because what's important is like some shit that's above your fucking pay grade. Hey, we're going to take a quick break so I can tell you about Meepod spelled with an I. 
you think it would be pronounced other way, but it's not. And you better not pronounce it that way because it's me pod. And if you're a fan over the age of 21, I want to tell you about my newest favorite vape pen from me pod. And uh, I'm warning you, they contain nicotine. I mean, I don't know why you would be vaping if you didn't want nicotine, but uh, it's an addictive chemical. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> anyway, if you like me are addicted to that chemical, uh, I would suggest Meepod. They sent me one. It's pretty good, man. It looks like a little like data device or something, but uh, it pulls really well. You know, that's the whole hook of smoking besides the nicotine is the like, I feel like such a dirt bag talking about my dirty, dirty addiction. But uh, Meepod's great. It, the pull on it's uh, like strong. I don't know how they make it to do that, but I, I was quite impressed with it. Flavors are great. It's tiny. It's more convenient than smoking. Obviously, you know all the reasons that you would be vaping instead. Uh, and the new MePod 2.0 is the best refillable vape on the market today. Uh, you can use any vape jokes with it. And the thing is good is it's the bottles with the little kind of needle applicator. Because you know that stuff's a mess if you ever did that. That's why I kept getting disposables for so long. But with MePod, I might just be back to refillable vapes. So if you like flavors, MePod's got a wide variety of uh, vape juice options. Lastly, MePod has fast shipping with most orders shipping the same day. So if you're a vapor or a smoker, you'll love MePod and support the sponsor that supports our show. Support the show by going to MePod.com. And if you use promo code Kurt, K-U-R-T, you get 20% off. Once again, that's MePod, M-I-P-O-D.com. Promo code Kurt, 20% off. Uh, I liked it. I, they gave me one. I like it a lot. So uh, go check it out. Okay, back to the show. So, I, like, I've just lost all, like, ability to... Oh, by the way, do you think this flat earth behind me is, is going to cause... Uh... <laughs> my chat commented on that, yeah. Yeah, my friend was like, you should put a flat earth behind you as your background. And, like, I mean... No, it's fine, it's fine. I think it's a hilarious... <laughs> I think it's, like, a hilarious backdrop, but I can't tell you why. And I'm sure somebody's, I'm going to be called a... Somebody's going to say I'm a flat earther. They, they already that. did, yeah. They already did. <laughs> it has been that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, can like, you? Yeah. It, it, what I what I also noticed is that so many Americans, and especially blue check marks, uh, no offense intended, um, they view this as a match on television. It's it's like a football match. Yeah, right. Like, uh, yes. For them, it's I, like yeah. word is something that's happening somewhere else for other people. And I see like uh, a lot of blue check marks going like, "Oh, we need to go in Article Five, Article 5 and like. Why the fuck do you want nuclear warfare? Like, do you want everyone to die? Because that's because they happens. have no clue. They have no clue, dude. Nobody had any clue how bad a war. You know, your boy Zach has a good videos about it because he was in Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because some people who are combat veterans were going over to fight in the foreign Ukraine legion, and he's like, a bunch of more shocked because they because we went there and we were fighting like farmers, you know, and that's like mm-hmm. probably still pretty shitty to be in, but another trained military people don't even have a concept of what that's like when you're getting like a artillery shell. But, but you're, you're like also that. joining the weaker side. I mean, weaker in terms of manpower, weaker in terms of equipment, like you're the side that's getting bombed, you know, like, yeah, they're not used to that. Even people that were in combat, it was still like the kind of combat where we stack very proudly. So it would stack the deck to make sure it's not a fair fight. That's just military tactics. And uh, then having to engage with people that also studied shit like that, that's, that's carnage that hasn't been seen by the average person for quite some time. So, you know, uh, oh, they're discovering new things about war in general. Like, for example, tanks are shit. 
Like the, the I, I have seen officers. Oh yeah, like, right. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you got a ten million dollar tank and you have a hundred thousand dollar missile, and it's not cost effective anymore. Like the tank doesn't give you the required yeah, right. protection. I don't see it, why, it's good in yeah. the desert, but like when you're surrounded by buildings and when you're surrounded by places where it's really easy to hide one guy with a rocket launcher, like yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I, that's I like shit. People. I mean, I learned that from uh, not Call of Duty, the other one where you could have the tanks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I didn't realize like what I hadn't even thought of is like the fact that even soldiers who have been in that kind of who've been in combat don't even, know, you know, so these people that are like Article five, like what chance have they got of knowing anything about anything? You know, if even somebody who's had combat didn't realize what this is, um, but there, there was a poll like this poll really shocked me. It was the number of Americans that want the no fly zone over Ukraine was they like don't know 6%. what it means. Yeah. And no then problems. like uh, it, the, the number of Americans that wanted uh, to send planes into Ukraine was also like the same percentage. And yeah, it's right. like, how the fuck? Like, it, how do you think a no fly zone is done? Like, did they just tell the Russians that they can't lift off? Like, I, I just like, like I said, just like that being that cavalier, like I remember feeling like that, mm-hmm. like the last couple of fucking <laughs> things that didn't work out so good. I was like, what were the biggest? Yes. And the fucking way we can do it. <laughs> Be like oh this is illegal this is unlawful and but what what so what like i mean like everybody does think that here kind of deep down and you're kind of out of line not to think it which is like we're fucking america dude like yeah there's rules and shit but like we, we think we're going to be subject to that shit like people just think that inside like deep down and then it's not like i thought that in my head out loud all the time but i did feel like that yeah i, I was get, like I well guess. you know like I, I didn't give a shit when they drone that fucking guy that helped plan 9-11 that his son happened to be looking for him and blew up too and then I, I, I don't know that case but like yeah and uh well the story is interesting he was like the propaganda guy the, i'm forgetting his dumb name but he basically fled and t- he, he was just like kind of radical but he was secretly going to hookers and shit and uh the fbi he knew the fbi had found out and so i guess the fbi was going to use that to like work with him you know, like kind of, mm-hmm. but he thought yeah. they were going to, he thought they were going to expose it. And so he just fled and like went full, full all in with Al Qaeda. Oh, and, and I believe like, you know, how do you know what you're being told you? I'll just say as a religious person, I believe hundred percent. That's, I mean, I'm not religious now, but if you well, have speaking that kind of, of religion, belief, I, I actually have someone that wants to ask you, the world is God's drama. We're all God's souls split into a Google Plex pieces because God was bored. Yeah, probably. Right. I mean, it's something. <laughs> it's, I mean, if you have a right characters, how do you write them? Like you're bored and you want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something like, interesting. And, you know. What if uh, God was a comedian? Do you think he's a comedian or a drama writer? Um. Oh, I don't know. It's probably too, uh, too trying to put it into terms I could understand. To, but I think it's almost like a weird borderline uh, book video game. <laughs> thing in that vein that's not either of those but you know that probably has some kind of algorithm to it i mean it's probably something like that if i had to How, uh, how's like uh the propaganda about the war in america because like at the beginning it was intense like everywhere you looked on every it's main like it depends how much you follow it right so mm-hmm. there's a level of following it which is like you put a flag up and then you you're like Zelensky's hot <laughs> <laughs> oh like, yeah i saw Zelensky bed pillows did you see Stop that tell- what yeah, Zelensky bed pillows. Oh, they good. sold out. 
Yeah. So, yeah. so it's like well, a my, Fau- my Fauci ones are all stained. So I, I got to replace them with <laughs> <two> body pillows. <laughs> Man, those women were thirsty. Like they sold out within a couple of days. And it was like, uh, yeah, the irony. Bill Maher did like a like, but he was still like mega like Zelensky's a real man. Like, I mean, yes, like he did the thing of I would assume a president would do of not fleeing the country, which is like good for him. I don't know what. Yeah. But <laughs> Bill Maher was making a point. All these women that were like toxic masculinity. And then they're like that's what they want is like some fucking Fabio corny ass man in their head that they project onto. <laughs> Like the thing, the amount of complaining that you'll hear now in these articles from these fucking, you know, sex in the city class women that they're like, they hate men, but now they're fucking lonely. And they're like, why can't I find a man like the kind I said I hate? Like, <laughs> then of course, they're going to project onto Zelensky and shit. Here's, here's the question. Do, do you notice that there's um, a, a, an actual hatred online towards Russian people, like not the Russian government, but there was like, yeah, right. That's what I was. That's why I, I, we yelled too much on such an mm-hmm. thing, but which I wish I had said, mentioned, cause we are talking about propaganda. I'm like, I kind of, I'm like, you know, they're banning the fucking Russian cat show. Like, yeah, that, yeah the, uh, you're, you're upset about propaganda. Like I'd like to hear new propaganda just every once in a while and then try to pick the fucking kernels out of the turds I'm fed. And you know, recreate a, a corn cob a little bit. That's all I'm trying to do. So I'm over. I mean, <laughs> like, my, my point on this is that the argument is flawed. It's like, okay, if we make the Russian people uncomfortable, they're going to overthrow. Putin. That's our whole dude. I didn't get to that either with them. I wish I had. But, but I'm thinking, sanctions, like, okay, well, oh, oh. That we think that's a great idea. Yeah, but but like, okay, if that's the reality. Did you look at the gas prices? Did you look at the price of lettuce? Like if people are uncomfortable and they try to overthrow their government, I mean, it, it doesn't look good. It just, <laughs> it is there any, good there's no self-awareness that like, look how hard it is to impose the liberal world order on America. That's part of it. I look at the hard time that whenever the people in charge decide these are the new morals that you're all going to agree, how hard it is to implement on regular, on just Americans that you know, and then imagine you're going to impose your will on another country and you're going to do it uh, not with like your nudges, but you're going to try to like starve them. And you think that they're going to what switch sides they're going to get. Did it, didn't that happen in Weimar, Germany, though? Like they, they had it really, really rough. You know, after oh, yeah, World well, War I mean, they, they, they printed a lot of money. Inflation was high. They couldn't get jobs. And we know how that ended up. Well, don't forget who really helped out because. Back when Antifa was getting blowjobs from the fucking press here, and they would go, uh, <laughs> they have a, they have a, that was the Black Bloc has a history going back to when they would fight Nazis in the streets of Berlin, but like that, they like it's like a legacy of their punching, helping things, and uh, yeah, they were so successful at their stated goal that uh, Hitler was elected uh, in a free and fair election. Great job, uh, Black Bloc. You, <laughs> You oh, fucking, you totally helped out things. Yeah, but but like they overlooked the fact that at that time Antifa in Germany was controlled by the the, uh, the Russians. Uh, was it? Yeah, you can find it on Wikipedia. It's it's on Wikipedia. Like, like how, it's not how, some controlled how just like uh, uh... they were f- funding it. Like they were giving money to the German Antifa in before World War Two. Oh, oh, you mean communist Russia? Oh, yeah, 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 right. yeah. Soviet Union, right, 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 right. Yeah. Um. 
I mean, I would fit. Yeah, right. Of course. But then that, but it's, it's common knowledge. It's not some esoteric. I, I had always thought that. I don't know why I thought this, because uh, from what I read, it's not true. The guy that blew up the Reichstag or whatever he did, burned it down. I thought like, oh, they put him up to, they didn't put him up to, to it. He just fucking did it. Like he, he was I, I don't know to... about that. Like I, I'm uh, the, the only thing that I knew about Antifa is because I'm passionate about the uh, Russian history, uh, like during the World War Two and whatnot. So like I mean, German history even, is yeah. not something that I uh, read that much. Yeah, it's very uh, confusing is... if you draw. I mean, I find it like very like dense, like with like a lot of minor dukes and shit. And they're weird. Like I like the guy who's the guy that he liked. He had a thing for like tall guys. So he had a whole regiment of just whoever had gigantism in his <laughs> the Viet is in Vienna. Do you know what I'm talking about? He had a whole regiment of just super tall uh, soldiers. Like a are we talking team. about Germany or Russia? Yeah, no, in Germany. Uh, no, no, no I, I don't know. I can't remember. That's the amount of interesting but, German. But like the, the thing that really shocks me is that how quickly people went from a culture of, you know, don't call it the China virus because that's, you know, phobic. Uh, you don't you don't want it to to go against, you know, like Chinese people um, and, and with the switch of a button, we're like all of a sudden everyone hates Russians. Yeah. I mean, it's enough to to make you put a flat earth background on your fucking podcast. Even even uh, during the terrorist attacks in Europe, it was the same thing, right? Like uh, not all Muslims. And, and it was something reasonable that I understood. You know, it's like fine. But like now with this. Flip chop about and you, you see, like I, I have watched a couple of Russian streamers, mm-hmm. and there is legitimate hatred towards them personally in the comment section. And I'm thinking, like, yeah, right. how does that make any sense? I mean, how did it make sense the last fucking however many times we did that <laughs> in the in the last century where they turn, you know, there was a you know, Kurt Vonnegut. And, and, and by the way, that, like yeah. I'm pro-Ukraine, like I, I just wanna make absolutely sure people understand because like, I, I usually yeah. get like someone coming up. It's like, oh, V, you know, you're pro-Russian like I am. Like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. Right? Yeah, no, like, the, I know the bullshit of we do. This is the thing that the whiplash <clears throat> to me is it goes from like, oh, if you're not with us, you must be with the Nazis. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then <laughs> that, that's literally if the you're not with the using. Nazis. You're with the Russians. And I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Like <laughs> uh, the, the thing you you sent me a video from those guys because, um, you know, I don't remember if you said this to me or I saw the brother we talking about, you know, with regard to there being Nazis, like you go to war with the army you have, not the army you want. Yeah, yeah I, I think I, was, I sent it to you. So I was just talking to this later and it made me laugh. Is like, I'm sure that's what the Nazis are saying about Zelensky. <laughs> like, <laughs> Jesus. You go to go with the Jews you got, not the people you want. <laughs> it's it's a little bit more complicated. It's like a different ideology of, of Nazism there. I mean yeah, it's no. It, it's more adapted is, to the region. Yes, <laughs> like, let's no, put it- I agree. I believe you 100%. And the thing is, that's why it's so amazing to have black and white thinking here of like, like the Star Wars thing of the good side and light, dark side. I mean, they're shit. still bad guys. Don't get me wrong. Like, they're terrible people from yeah, what like, I gathered. But like, no, but the, the thing is, you're a Nazi here. Like, these people that are now putting Ukraine, are, are, we're calling people Nazi for shit. I mean, they're doing it now. With that fucking don't say gay bullshit. They're literally you know, saying, like, hold on, hold on. Like, I, I know a guy who went on a gaming forum and yeah. he said, oh, those patch notes are gay. And he got banned immediately. 
And, and what are the people that are like, hey, don't Did say he gay? Explain that he was complimenting the patch notes. <laughs> I've no idea. Maybe he said that they're maybe he was trying made to clear by a Democrat the space. or something. Said, hey, <laughs> sorry for trying to clear the space. I was complimenting the gayness. I thought it really came through and it was nice. Like, but like my point is that for a while people weren't able to say gay online. I mean, go on Twitter and try saying gay. Well, you that's know? the it's thing like, when I when they tell me about the repression of whatever in Russia, I'm like, oh, you mean like here where, like, I'm not gonna of course say that there was a problem with the election because it was. No, 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 You know, no, I, don't, I don't think look, that there was. Look, look, look. I yeah. think I think that Donald Trump used the Russians to steal the election. Um. I'll do you one better. I think um, he is Russian. <laughs> he is Russian. You know what I think? I think Putin is connected to the Russians. But how crazy is it to go like, even if you wanted to say that, so what? Why shouldn't you be able to say you think it was rigged? I remember we, oh, everybody said it was rigged. Every when, uh, single fucking election in the United States is George W. Bush has been called into question. Well, also, <laughs> yeah, right. But not just that. We have a thing called the Electoral College that these same people think is rigging <laughs> like like what, what like i'm just like what do you my my philosophy is you got to win by enough points to beat all the shenanigans that are gonna fucking happen that we can say did or didn't and last time trump won by enough points past whatever crazy shit was going on that i'm sure goes on and so that's why i say he lost fair and square because i didn't really have massive faith in the integrity of it in the first place so it's like Hey, it's rigged. I'm like, uh, anyway, let, let, let's move past because like Susan, Susan might not appreciate this type of conversation. You know, like American democracy is very fragile. Oh, so One comedian can here. bring it to its knees. You got to come over here and slap me. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think it's controversial, by the way, that this flat earth, uh, Mike, Mike, uh, my engineer pointed out, is uses kind of a drippy borderline. It doesn't really have the standard ice wall that they're not telling you about. <laughs> This actually yeah, this is another thing like they, they go after uh, conspiracies because they're dangerous. I remember seeing them on TV, first and foremost, like back in 2000s, you had actual shows that talked about conspiracies on broad television, you know. But uh, yes, secondly, that's right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, right. OK, the, the flat earth, like how is it hurting anyone? Well, the, here's here's how it's hurting because you got to I, I guess you don't read enough Forbes to learn how you should. <laughs> It's hurting people so much you should no longer research anything yourself because it's going to believe something stupid. But it, like you'll see like your Neil deGrasse Tyson's and your other people like we're entering a dark age, right? They keep saying we're going back to the dark ages with this flat earth shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's what happens in feudalism. <laughs> There's a direct correlation between the absolute where you don't even get to participate in capitalism or whatever the fuck you want the people at the top do, and you're a peasant, there, there seems to be some correlation between peasant beliefs coming back into style along the same time as standard of living goes down for the average person. That's that's what feudal people believe, right? Do, do, do you know what's really funny? So I made this video. Um, there was this joke that uh, a couple of years ago, uh, a Russian made, and he said that they're sending another expedition to the moon and they're going to fact check whether or not the American flag is there, right? And he said it as a joke. (laughs) He said it as a joke. And I said, it's like, okay, but like, what if they go there and they don't find the fucking flag? Like what next? You know, like, what if, like, wouldn't that be funny? And dude, my joke is what if they find out 
because the thing I find so because I my <laughs> this guy flatter Dave who I used to have my old podcast who I like I don't mm-hmm. know if he's being persecuted now but he would have same thing that I was trying to say to Sitch and Adam with Ukraine like he, he has all these like figures and formulas and shit of why the earth is flat and the measurements are wrong like I don't know any <laughs> of that yeah. what I like flat earthers is I can't disprove them I can't I, I don't like hey man I guess but that, that's the beauty of a conspiracy, right? Like, unless yeah. you trust the institutions, then you can't really like you can't measure the earth by yourself, right? Yeah. And I've <laughs> seen a physicist her name's Sabine Hassenfelder. She had a good thing about it where she's like, the people should be able to say, why is it? Because you should be able to tell them. And I'm like, well, I can't. And I, I just think it's hilarious. You know, I my old thing is I just the amount of people that have to be in on this is like so astronomical for a, a plot. To conceal yeah, but something like, like not all not, like different cultures and yes, like people yes, that yes. hate That's each other saying. agree. <laughs> it's, right. It's got to be so big for a thing that doesn't affect my life on any level. If it turns out it's flat, that changes nothing for fucking <laughs> exactly. most people. Like, so like, well, like, yeah, like even, even it, if like you might say, well, hold on. It's like the institutions lied to me. It's like, yeah, but like what if they genuinely believed it? Like it's not really a lie if you believe well, it to two, be true. See, flatter Dave. Because he's not like a, he's not yeah. a grifter. He's a guy who thinks the Earth is flat. He'll tell you the ultimate story. Because there's there's got to be more to this story than oh, there's okay. like a truth behind the truth. I see. Yes, because why mm-hmm. would they hide it? So the ones that are more clever about it, they're not going to say because they mm-hmm. told everybody's got their fucking Zenu to their thing. So <laughs> he'll tell you it's because we have like a soul net around us and it's trying to keep us up. For somehow this affects like the uniqueness of us if it's flat around and because we're the center of the universe and and you and also it's like a spiritual shit yes yeah, because in the bible and as jehovah's witness is funny because i was taught that the bible doesn't say the earth is flat but yeah it does we just had our own reason to make it so the bible's not saying this thing that uh, the bible's a bunch of uh, books just strung together so the ones the earlier ones are the shit that people believe back then with the firmament and the fucking pillars of the earth. Islam but, knows. <laughs> yes. And so I was trained to read that and go the pillars is, oh, they're being poetic, right? Now, certain other things, we didn't say that, like Adam and Eve. No, that's history. So you, everybody's real picks and chooses. And, and I, it's not that I did. I got trained on, well, this one, you're just going to assume. So why, how, how did I know what to assume is metaphorical? Oh, because I already knew what I believed. <laughs> so, so with the stuff that is, not literal is the stuff that is doesn't jive with what I believe. Like the thing everybody fucking does. So he's he at least has a flatter Dave is an honest enough guy to tell you the fucking hilarious thing that he thinks is behind all this. A lot of the people will go, I don't know. That's a good question. We'll have to find out from them because they don't want because they're cleverer about it, you know. And then you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of people in it who are like, it's dawned on them the earth probably isn't flat, but now they get a living from it. But, but, but like my point, my point is, you know, like go, going back to the, the NASA thing, because it's, it's, it's tied to this, right? Hey, we got to take one more break to talk about our other best sponsor, YoKratom.com, who uh, have sent me, uh, you know, every ad read. I take the opportunity to beg for some Kratom because um, that's how entitled I am that I don't even want to pay the low, low price of $60 a kilo, which is nothing, which is nothing for a kilo of quality Kratom. If you are over the age of 21 and enjoy Kratom and you know what I'm talking about. But uh, I really get off on it. I really get off on getting good Kratom for free from yokratom.com. But 
there may come a time when they won't send me it for free. And I will pay $60 to yokratum.com because it's good Kratom. For, you get a kilo of it for 60 bucks. In fact, I'm still, I'm not even done with the bags they sent me. They last a while, dude, unless, I don't know. I mean, I guess you got to be like really chugging Kratom to go through. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, it's wild how much you get for the money. Uh, yokratum.com. Uh, previously, I always liked white mangda, but I've actually really liked the red mangda, I have to say. I didn't realize, kind of like, I think I like the taste better. So check that one out if you haven't tried it. And uh, also, they sent me a green, which is also good. They're all, uh, I find them to be a little subtly different. Um, you know, everybody gets their own uh, feeling off of, of quality kratom from yokratom.com. But I recommend red mangda if you're sick of the white mangda because I recommended that before. It's pretty good, man. And uh, I took it with me into uh, Winnipeg when uh, and it's like, <laughs> you know how wild it is to go on a flight with your bag of, with your free kilo of Kratom in your bag. I mean, I wasn't going to bring a kilo, but that's what I had. I just had this bag and, uh, you know, you take it out of your bag and you're like, something's going to get go off seeing this bag of green powder in here and uh no they're all like i don't even know why you took it out of your bag it's, we don't care about that it's kratom it's legal so right now go to yokratom.com get yourself a 60 dollars kilo now let's get back to the show um i i made the video you know and it was a funny video i was like oh okay but what if like the russians don't find the flag lol right and youtube puts this big disclaimer on the video it's like on a what if one. yeah 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 it's like yeah. get more research from the actual information, and I'm like, when, when in the in tw- when are they doing this mission? Twenty years from now? No, like this was like two years ago, right? And yeah, and I was terrifying. like thinking of that's terrifying, dude. Yeah, I, and, I, and I made a video about like, look, uh, the Russians are going, and this is the joke. It's like, what if they don't find the the flag? And then there's like this big disclaimer on the video. It's like check all the sources about the moon landings. Boom! Like, <laughs> oh, okay. Let's say you think it's fake. Like, you know, half of the NBA. <laughs> what, <laughs> half of the NBA. Well, like, what is gonna fucking happen? That's a, the Kyrie Irving, that guy that said the Earth is flat. We got a guy I knew who's a sports. No, I, I think I know why they do it. Um, it, it's because like they want to be able when when there's a conversation they don't like, they want to call it a conspiracy theory and leave it at that. Right. So you don't think no, this anything. is not why this guy said this. He told me what he no, 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 no. I know. I know. I know. But like what they do is like they, they use these bizarre conspiracies. Right. Like most people don't uh, don't yeah, believe right. in them. Right. And then they say, well, OK, but like if you think that the virus came from Wuhan, you're literally the same like a person that believes in Santa Claus. Right. So they, they can use that in order yeah, to shut right. down. A That's discussion. how I mean, everybody from the intelligence agencies to a company that that's the technique you fucking make a ridiculous argument the person's not made you know like i don't think people really know how how it works even on that basic level a lot like i'm surprised because i you know they would call me like black pill i don't know what the fuck that means but they would call me black okay pill. so black pill means that uh okay you got the red pill which makes you understanding that the media is lying to you and blah 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 and then the black pill is when you know that these things are happening and they can't be changed like nothing that right. you do makes any sense you shouldn't try to even go to vote. Just, well, you know, I don't th- see. That's the thing. I don't think it's that nothing you do makes sense. I think it's you're you're where you are, wherever the fuck you are, and the shit you do does matter because it all comes together at some point. And so, so that guy Chris Hedges, who I think is who I liked, he he got fired from New York Times for being against the Iraq War. 
he just, I didn't even watch a video because I didn't want to see it, but he got run off YouTube. That guy's an honest motherfucker like that, like whatever mm. you agree with or not. And um, um, he, like he worked, he, he talk about all this fucked up shit and then he does, he educates prisoners. Like he's a, I forget what he is. He's a minister of some kind, mm-hmm. but he comes off to me as a guy who's genuinely like whatever Christian's supposed to be. He's that. <laughs> I, so, I love the expression. It's like whatever Christian's supposed. <laughs> yeah, like you, you get an yeah, idea. Yeah, of no, I get, I get. He's pious. It's it's not. I don't know. What, I I kind of don't know what pious means, but it sounds obnoxious. He Virtuous. he's like he's just like not full of shit. He believe he's trying to do. <laughs> so he genuine. works. Yeah. So he works with a bunch of these people that are locked up for all kinds of reasons, fair and unfair. And helps them. And it's like, who the fuck's going to bother? Because I'm not going to go help prisoners. So just knowing that somebody that's a thing that exists, that's helpful. Yeah. You know, that's like it, it isn't all like that. There are people that are not, you know, and that's why the shit, you know, everybody doesn't like Jordan Peterson for saying, like, do your own shit before you go. I think America should do what Jordan Peterson says. Clean up your room. Yeah. Yeah. Like. That, that counts like the, the little shit that you do in your life fucking counts because it all adds up. And the only reason it adds up is because it demonstrates that that could be a real thing. And the people that are the most, I guess, black pilled or whatever, fucked up mm-hmm. their them, their whole attitude is a lie. Like nobody, everybody is fucking doing. Well, it turns out if you, if you're not doing it, then there are people that aren't. So, yeah. yeah. So, so you're not black pilled is what you're saying. Oh, I don't, no, I don't someone... like the whole pilled fucking metaphor i think it sucks because we put it in a joke with uh um pete davidson and what's her name watching uh the matrix one of kyle's yeah. videos where it's like the it's like he goes with well, a red pill and a uh, blue pill she goes like night quill or day quill <laughs> like uh, so someone, someone explained well, why the <laughs> what, why the flat earth is dangerous and apparently it's because people aren't allowed to go to antarctica I say, if someone thinks there's a flat, let him go check it out. And uh, if I'm right, they'll be back to this very spot. <laughs> I, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't know if anyone is stopping you to go there, but it's like very dangerous. You know what's dangerous? Actually, Louis gave me this fucking part. Of, but uh, it would be dangerous is if you're lying and it is flat. That's what's dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> like. If it's round and you say it's flat, that's exactly fine. It's, there's no consequences. But, but the thing I love about conspiracy theories is that, you know, the actual conspiracy theories is that they're made up, but they're made up in such a way that it makes a person think like it, it sounds kind of plausible, but like, you know, yeah. And some so, of them, like not so, all of them, but it's like mixing so the ones with do, fiction. Well, I mean, to me, that's a neutral term in the first place. Like it's now a thing that's like, you know, uh, uh, what's it, pejorative? Like, you know, it's it's a negative thing to say about someone now. But if you're a conspiracy theorist, that just means because there are conspiracies have happened, right? Like, they ha- yeah, yeah, like that, people have conspired. <laughs> yeah, like, like Dave, you know, that's what, the thing I asked Dave because he he believes them all. And I'm just like, has like my question to him was like, has anything happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> is there anything that has ever happened that isn't, you know, like, and is it like it's all, all or nothing? Everything's so that, that's by the way, America. I just think like the true damage of Star Wars is <laughs> everything's the light and the dark side of the force. And and uh, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I know that's not what George Lucas was getting at, I think. Yeah, but that thing is like people think, like, I think it's not so much Star Wars, like when Reagan said the evil empire, people think in black Wars. and white, yeah, and 
and I was, I mean, I, they flat out told me when I studied Bible, the guy that studied the Bible with me so I could get baptized uh, was, he was like, there's no gray. Like if it's, if it's gray, it's black. They, like, like, so I took like literal stupid lessons in those words, mm. but so does everybody else. And, um, and then, you know, all of a sudden when it turns out to be that way for you, that's how everybody is. Then all of a sudden there's nuance. So I just want to in advance be like, there's probably nuance to things. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I feel like a chump going on board. Like, I like anything you tell me bad about Putin, I got to hear that we didn't do something like that too, and every other fucking president here. Because I have a hard time getting righteous about. I just have a hard time. It feels kind of like, like really hypocritical to me to be like that. And uh, just I mean, like, if if you look at it from good versus bad, it doesn't make sense. But if you look at it from a geopolitical and you know resources, they won't. And, they won't ever. That guy crowd that you told me was like kind of neocon, yeah. like which I didn't even get that from the video. That's why that yeah, I gave that's, you his video. that's the big flaw in the idea of the empires because how do you run it? Well, you're gonna <laughs> have to talk to people like they're fucking morons, and the ones mm -hmm. that are like kind of smart, you got to put your thumb on them. And tell them shut up. You're with the stupid people, and that's the and so it's not going to be like a bunch of thoughtful fucking videos. But from look, look, if I were to tell the Americans, right? If I'm a politician and I tell the Americans, look, Taiwan is the nation that's responsible for 90% of the chip manufacturing, like all computers, or military, everything. It's one of the biggest trade in the world, uh, trade hubs in the world. If anything happens to it, America will crumble as a superpower. So yeah, what we want to do is, is we want to keep Russia in check so they don't ally with China and take Taiwan. You think if I were to tell this to the American people, how would they react? Man, I don't know. I, like, <laughs> I think, I, I, honestly, I have no, you know, I couldn't guess because sometimes. No one talks to them like that, right? Like the well, one is that. <laughs> I think, but I think people are fucking sick of like people that previously liked that. See, the people that really like being talked to, like they're five that would like watch a Colbert. So like what, what I said now is not like talking like they're five. Like I talk to them like adults. Like I no, not you, not you. I, I'm yeah, saying yeah. what you're saying is so, talking like you're adults. However, yeah. so what I kind of remember loosely is if you were more like Republican, that was all the childish fucking axis of evil talk and good. Mm -hmm. for How do we fight evil? Like people say that shit. And now what I'm noticing with people that were way more to the right than me you know, that are my friends, like they're disillusioned with this shit. And so now the people that want to be talked to by like five year olds are the kind of people that would watch Colbert show. That's why he talks them like they're five. And yeah. um, <clears throat> those are a minority of people. Those are like people in the upper income bracket, which is the minority of people. So there's a chance that it could be. But I never underestimate like the power of like talking to people like they're five <laughs> like so i, I well, like, i'm curious you. like how how were the american people react if you actually talk to them like adults like this this is a very geostrategic island it's responsible for all the uh you know, electronics you know that you know what i think um and it's probably a weird thing to some people to say about trump i mean but to me trump was a mutation of the thing that made obama popular which mm -hmm. And why Obama seemed pop is like, oh, one, I totally was like, oh, yeah, was a black president. Like, that was like a big seller to me. Like, it's not anything but like a feeling of like, why is there? And he just didn't. He just was it's not that he was cool because he wouldn't be cool by any measure compared to politicians. He was he was like the cool black guy compared to them. Yeah, that's, hate true, that's true. That's like, true. I, I watched him cool? from Romania. And yeah, I was like, oh, well, this is kind of like a different politician. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's by the way, utterly charming in person. And, you know, a bunch of these people are when you meet him, you know, and um, 
So people got that didn't work out for got disillusioned with it. And that helped go. And Trump's a guy who sounds new, you know, <laughs> and, and to a degree it is because it's him not speaking in any of the niceties, you know, like where we, we pretend we're mad or Saudi Arabia killed this journalist and we're not going to do anything. Trump's like, well, we're not going to do anything. We get oil from them. <laughs> that, <laughs> I, I mean, that's yeah, exactly kinda, like, you know, if, like, do you think people adult, appreciate flipping, that more? Well, the, the lower classes did with that and the fucking elites were like, oh, how could you not observe? And the thing is, you kind of need both of them because you can't do it with, you know, like, I'm not like a populist or whatever. Like, I, I'm not into any of these fucking terms. And, um, it's not, it's not like the Saudi give you oil. That's the problem is the petrodollar, right? So if, if any I other... Ju- I country- just heard of that two years, like two years ago. Well, well let, me, let, me, let me put it this way, right? What does Romania do with dollars? Well, you can use the dollar in Romania to either buy oil from the Saudis or you can send it to America for goods and services. Now, if the Saudis weren't to sell in dollars, all the dollars from the world would go back into America. It would cause the worst hyperinflation, like worse than Weimar Germany. It, it would just destroy yeah. your economy. Right. Cause, cause like, I, I, yeah, I can see America that is the only nation. It's the only nation on earth right now that can print money without having inflation that bad. Cause like other nations need your money so no, that dude, they can buy wait. oil for the Saudis. Did I talk about this with you or on my last podcast? Uh, but- probably with me, but like, I don't think we went into, but I don't, I don't have a better, like, this is my fear is not of Ukraine being, but if God forbid something happens with that, with the Petro, where they're like, fuck you and the Petrodollar, like, I think that would start World War Three because I can't imagine America, like, letting that happen without really um, doing something drastic. I, I don't know if it would start World War Three, but, like, I, I don't know what would happen, to be honest. Like, it would be a restructuring would, of the economy, that's for sure. I mean, They would say would they have... started it. They wouldn't say we're starting it. They'd be like, they started it with this act of war destroying. Well, I mean, right now, from what I understand, they want to start selling gas. Uh, like, they're talking with China. So I don't know if they're going to start selling it in ones, but... I hope that's... I hope they're just <laughs> fucking... I hope they're just fucking... Because that would be fucking crazy. Like, I... That's like from what I know, Russia wants about. to go on the gold standard. Like that's going to fuck the U.S. economy as well. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, dude, I gotta go. I gotta do rehearsal. I got law. I got uh, caught up talking to you because you're fucking interesting. Um, right. But thanks for coming on short notice, dude. I, I really appreciate it. Um, and thanks for uh, having me. And uh, I'll delete my stream afterwards because. Uh, oh yeah, I don't. I mean, whatever. I'm. I. I yeah, I'll, be I'll as take it down. As possible. Okay. I don't not stand by shit I say, but I. I. I'm like you know, if I can avoid horseshit no because i I get it like i'm i'm in your situation as well as a youtuber you know like it's it's not that you're going to get in big trouble over it but it's a hassle that you'd rather avoid i i understand i already been through all that shit so i don't give a (laughs) i don't want to fucking have to be in a you know a phone call anyway dude thanks a lot uh uh check out romanian tv and uh you stream on where i don't even know how to tell it Uh, no just just romanian tv is fine all right cool thanks a lot brother i appreciate it thanks for having me and uh i'll see you later take care I can't get right Because I can't get right Yeah You're listening to Can't Get Right